for listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday afternoon. And uh, let's turn to a bit of sort of good news Friday, if you like. Uh, let's turn to our first topic and first guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to be hearing about a fundraising campaign called the Payout Give Back, which is a great opportunity for many people who don't really need the $10,000 a cash payment from the government to share it with the needy. And to tell us a little bit more, we're joined by the founder of the campaign, Jody Tam. Uh, Jody, welcome to the program and thank you very Hi. much for joining us today. Hi, thank you, Noreen. Thank you for inviting. Very happy to be here. Yeah, so how are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Enjoying this beautiful rain. <laughs> Did you say beautiful rain? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's been a while. I guess it needs to be rejuvenated out there. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking the same thing this morning on my way to work. I was, I was thinking, gosh, it's been so hot the last few days. The poor, the poor trees, and the poor rainforest yeah. in Hong Kong. We've been very lucky with this streak of sunshine, so I guess it's just time. <laughs> exactly. Well, so tell us a little bit more about uh, your wonderful initiative, uh, the Payback Give Out. Yeah, of course. Um, so Payout Give Back is a fundraising platform aiming to redistribute resources from the $10,000 cash payout from the government. So we, what what we hope to do is to encourage people to donate a small portion of their money to people who are in need in Hong Kong. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry, we're, we're not asking for the whole 10,000. I mean, it would be fabulous if people could do that, but also just even a, a thousand, five hundred or a hundred would actually already make a very big impact. Exactly. Um, Every little helps. Exactly. So I came up with this idea with my high school friend, Cham, from many years ago. <laughs> and we understand that people are under economic pressure right now, but we also know that people in this city there are a lot of people in the city who actually really need help. So we came up with the idea of creating an online platform for busy Hong Kongers to donate in a very fast and simple way. Um, through partnering with four very carefully se selected NGOs who are registered with the Hong Kong government, we're, uh, who are doing very brilliant work, we hope to create an easy way for people to put their money to good use. So you're supporting four charities, uh, four, four yes. NGOs. Um, tell us a little bit more about these uh, organizations. So first I would like to talk about what my selection criteria was um, because there was just a long list of charities in Hong Kong that are doing very good work. So it was actually not easy to narrow down just the four organizations. So um, my first criteria was that the organization needs to be grassroots and not be receiving regular funding from big donors. That's because we are a small project, so we want the funds raised to be meaningful for the organization. Also, secondly, we want the organizations to be led by founders who work very closely on the ground with the community they serve. Founders who truly understand the problems that the beneficiaries are facing and have poured in their hearts and soul in trying to help them. We want to support the local heroes who fight these thankless fights every day to keep serving the communities, especially through these tough times. And the third is that we emphasize in supporting holistic programs that focus on sustainability, programs that assist beneficiaries to unlock their potential, to gain independence, and to equip them to create and sustain a higher quality life in the long run and not just focusing on very immediate needs. Um, so the first organization we're supporting is called Her Fund, which is a local women's fund that gives financial grants to the most marginalized women to promote social change and gender equality. 
Um, they've already seed funded and trained 64 grassroots organizations since 2004. Um, and especially in these times of where people are very close in confined space, there has been a increase in cases of domestic violence in Hong Kong. So what her fund will do with the money raised is to address the urgent needs of the most marginalized women due to the COVID-19 and also issue grants to upcoming projects within their scope of freedom of discrimination, violence, poverty, and also advancement of women's civil participation. And uh, the next organization is called Impact HK, and they're dedicated to transforming the lives of the homeless. They provide a rehabilitated, rehabilitative support network and kind of guide them along the road to independence through counseling, skills, development and job opportunities. We actually had the founder, Jeff uh, wrote yes. a couple of days ago with my colleague Yeah, that's, Karen. A, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, actually, I actually met Jeff maybe five to six years ago when I was actually um, joining one of his kindness walks. Oh, yes. Yeah, and when he first started, it was literally just a Facebook event saying, yes. guys, come to Happy Valley at 8 o'clock, and whoever showed up just brought their own supermarket coupon that they brought, and then we were just visiting people um, living on the streets. And now he's grown to having over three centers and employing over 60 people, and just um, he's just doing amazing work. Absolutely, I re I'll never forget the time when we spoke to him on the program. And and one thing that he said really touched my heart was that, you know, these homeless people. Imagine being in a situation where you don't even have your family or a single friend that can keep you for the night. And and this is essentially the story of many of the homeless people in Hong Kong that they don't have anybody, not 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 family, not a single friend who. To, to really take them in for the night and one night be night becomes you know a month and many of these people have been on the streets for for years yeah exactly many years some I mean, even 20 years in this one park in Shamshir Po where yeah. it just became their home exactly and this issue is expected to actually double this year due to COVID-19 COVID, yeah, yeah. Um, so what Jeff hoped to do with the funding that he raised with especially through our program is to open up a restaurant and a food kitchen that employs more people off the streets and also provide over a thousand affordable hot meals a week to the homeless, to the elderly, street cleaners and underprivileged. Because uh, food kitchens around Hong Kong have seen a very big increase in people they're serving now, again, due to job loss and due to a lowering of income. And uh, he really hoped to kind of bring these affordable meals to more people in Hong Kong, mm. I think is a great project that they have. Your next one is also started by Jeff. Your next NGO exactly. that you supported. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yes. It's called Love 21 Foundation, and they're committed to bettering the lives of those living with Down syndrome and autism in Hong Kong through providing a holistic wellness program with sports, nutrition, confidence building, and family support. Um, especially with the social distancing measure now, a lot of people from this community are forced to stay in a very small space at home. And they will definitely need extra care in bringing up the level of health and well-being when things are, when the situation gets better. Mm. And uh, and I had the privilege to visit their center a while ago when we were making the videos. And I could really tell that he's really created a community. People who visit there are not just the kids who are really enjoying their rugby 
lesson, but also the families, the moms. They, they, like, we interviewed a mom there, and she really felt like she really found a place in a new family where people are just really supported and supportive. Um, and I think Jess, Jeff has done a really good job with this foundation as well. Yeah, they're a pretty awesome group, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking to probably go help out and work with them after this uh, initiative is over because I just felt so much love when I was there. I think he's just doing a really great thing. Yeah. And yeah. your final lucky number four is? <laughs> lucky number four is called Zubin Foundation. Uh, yes. And they're dedicated in improving the lives of the most marginalized ethnic minorities in Hong Kong. That includes the Indian, the Pakistani, and the Nepalese community. And uh, they really focus on providing opportunities in education, and jobs, and counseling, and also advocating civil rights. And these communities are struck especially hard during COVID because a lot of them work in jobs that are in the airport and different day jobs. Um, for example, the, the founder of the foundation told us that they posted a job for making masks on, on their Facebook page and they received over 400 applications for just three jobs. Wow. So, yeah, that that is a uh, very shocking numbers. So, um they really hope to actually raise this money through our initiative to start a counseling center for children that are in this ethnic minority communities who have been affected by trauma due to child abuse or forced marriages. Um, they also see a number uh, in the increase in number in these cases due to the fact that people have lost their job and people are angry and people are trapped in very small and confined spaces. So that a lot of the times, like these children are the ones who are kind of have to suffer from this from adults fighting and from adults being very stressed and there is not many programs in hong kong who are who are catering for these communities right now in their languages so that um they really try to raise money to create this uh, center for these children yeah jody what a remarkable thing that you're doing and for extremely worthy charities uh, tell us a little bit about the process i mean did they have to submit a proposal to, to you beforehand uh, did you know was there a, a few charities that had to submit proposals or uh, how did you decide then I mean, I just had a very long list of organizations that I've studied and I've approached and kind of have spoken with. Yeah. And I chose these four because I think these are the four issues and these are the four groups of people I kind of want to try to raise awareness for them in, in Hong Kong. And uh, and through meeting uh, various numbers of founders, I feel like these four and and not just founders, but also people working in these organizations, I think they really understand what the issue is with their community and that they are working very, very closely with the beneficiaries there. And I feel like these are the people I want to support. And then I just went along with these four. Yeah, I mean, there, there are just so many vulnerable groups out there. And, and uh, you know, w even with RTHK, we have an annual charity called Operation Santa Claus that we, we uh, co-organize with the South China Morning Post. And it is, you know, there's so many worthy groups, but there are certain groups which get more exposure than others, you know, uh, charities that work with children, Definitely. for example, or, or the elderly um, may may have sort of more money than, than people like the homeless or, or ethnic minorities. Mm. Yeah. So it's also really important to support uh, these groups that that work with the 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 vulnerable on top of the vulnerable. If that makes yes, sense. Yes, 
definitely. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit more about these funding there. Will it sort of, a lot of the times when we speak to these NGO groups and charities is that uh, is restricted funding or how they use the money. Is there a such thing uh, when they receive the money from you? How is there a, a, a way they must spend their money or are they quite free to, to spend it on certain projects or anything they like? <laughs> I mean, these are. This is actually another criteria when I chose these organizations is that all these or um, organizations have very low administrative and marketing costs, yeah. so they're very efficient organizations. So um, all the oh, another thing is that payout give back were purely not for profit initiatives, so we do not charge any administrative fee. All the money that we collect will go directly to the charities for them to run their programs. Um, so, so these are the kind of these are the main projects that the charities are going to put the money into, but I'm sure that there are some very imminent needs that if they have any that they need to address first, this money would also go into doing that. Um, there, I don't think there's a very exact restriction of how they can and cannot use their money because this is in, in a way an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. This is um, an emergency fund that the government has given us and this is an emergency fund that we hope to kind of give the charities as well. I mean, um, these are, we also hope that this will go into a more of a long-term program, but if they have immediate needs that they have to cover something that they need to sort out right now, I, I would hope that this money will be useful for them in that way as well. Wonderful. Is there a target that you have uh, to raise how much for these charities? I mean, I'm actually in partner with another charity called the Hong Kong Roundtable. Mm-hmm. And together we are doing a challenge called the Million Dollar Challenge. And with our two organizations together, we hope to raise a million dollar. And we would be ex- extremely thrilled if we can hit this target. Um, it's <laughs> also because, um, I mean, if, yeah. everybody, if everybody donates yeah. um, 5,000, exactly. for example, you'll, you'll only need 200 people. Exactly. The, the thing that we were trying to push at the beginning and even so now is, is that we just need 1,000 people to give $1,000 and we'll be at a million dollars. Um, but I think... It's it's a little bit more challenging at this very moment because of the third wave hitting. Um, this is it's just a, this is especially a hard week. These two weeks for people in Hong Kong, I think um, things are just not looking too optimistic right now. And I understand that people also do have economic pressure because of this. Um, but as, as you said, like every little bit counts, and we just want people to understand that making a positive change, positive change is actually easier than they think. Even just 100, 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, any of this money would actually be put into very good use with these organizations. And um, yeah, I just think it's just about simple click of a finger on a website and then we would actually help you make sure that your money will go into a very good use. Yeah. So tell us about the, the platform then. Like you said, it's quite simple to donate. Uh, where is the platform mm-hmm. and how can we help? So the website is called payoutgiveback.com and when you arrive on the website, it's a very simple to use platform because we just have um, one video about the about the initiative and the four individual videos about each of the charities and people just go up there watch the video and we'll just have the donation button and then you just check out as if you're just buying something so we want to make it as easy as streamlined as possible so you can choose exactly how much you want to support to each individual cost that 
you you feel like you align with and you feel special resonation with. But we also have a button that is just donate to all four charities so that we will help you equally split the donation amount to these four charities for people who just know they want to do good and they want to support all the charities. So it's a very easy to use website, payoutgiveback.com. And it is in both English and Chinese. It's wonderful. I've just posted a link on our Facebook page as well, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Jody, what a wonderful you, so you and your team are, are doing. Stay in touch and, and do let us know how it goes. And I hope you'll you'll reach the $1 million target and beyond. Um, Hong Kong is a, a, a great city, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, charitable people listening right now who can dig deep in, in their pocket. I mean, I, I mean, if everybody drinks coffee and sometimes gets coffee outside, a coffee is about 40 dollars so you know that's 800 a, m- a month they, they can go without coffee for for a few months <laughs> that's all right <laughs> i think yeah, of course totally doable <laughs> well thank you so much for your time jody and for thank our you so much they can for go inviting to pay thank you so much jody tam thank you take care